Hey, sisters, can you believe it's July already? Do you ever feel like summer brings a huge disruption of routine? And sometimes part of that is welcomed. And sometimes it gets a little overwhelming, especially when you are already dealing with the shaky foundation of health that perimenopause brings us. We are already kind of in unstable there. And then we move into a time period where it becomes really difficult to have a solid foundation because our routine is disrupted. And although I think that's valuable, it can feel overwhelming when you're trying to make progress and create new habits and change that make that foundation solid so we can get out of the way for our body and hormones to rebalance and heal themselves and have consistent energy and heal gut health issues and of course release weight. So I wanted to give you the heads up on what we'll be launching in August. I'll be opening up space for my exclusive one month hormone rebalancing private coaching program. It is designed to get you back into clarity, consistent energy and patience for your career, your family and your sex drive to help you end the year and head into the next year feeling lighter and in a body that actually releases weight easily without doing more to help you gain the confidence and motivation to become the woman you know in your gut that you should be. It's perfect for you if you are consumed with how uncomfortable you feel in your body more than 10% each day. I think about 10% as being a normal variable amount that we might be distracted by how we're feeling in our body. The rest of the time, we really should feel great. That's where body neutrality kind of lands us. It's, it's perfect for you if you're finding yourself on the couch most evenings drinking wine or snacking on foods that you know aren't healthy for you and you want to stop but you can't or that you're waking up each night thinking about everything you have to do or everything you should be doing to feel better in your body. If you're finding yourself in your closet every day frustrated with getting dressed if you often wish you had more patience for your children or your partner or the people in your life that and you want to feel happy in your body again, it's perfect for you if you have been to your healthcare provider and of course they're telling you that everything is normal with your hormones but you know you just don't feel right. It is my private program where we speak every week for one hour. We dive specifically into you for customized coaching, both physically and as well around the mindset. It's not just the strategy that's customized to you. It's how are you going to implement this strategy? What are the, the mindset blocks that are getting in the way? And how do we overcome those once and for all? It's limited. I only do this a few times a year. I only take on six to eight women at a time because it is my most intensive and close container. So if you are feeling ready to make some real changes in your life and you want that customized piece, I know for me, anytime I'm really serious about change, hiring a coach or investing in myself is always the surefire way for me to get results. Anyone who comes into this program who genuinely follows the process and completes it gets results and gets to weight release. I 
have testimonials to prove it. So I want to encourage you to apply. If there's if this has resonated at all with you, just click the link in in the caption below this podcast swipe up click that link to apply i don't take everyone i will let you know either way look for an email from me within 24 hours of applying and i will let you know whether we will schedule a free call to talk further about whether it's the right thing for you or not all right sisters let's dive in to this next episode What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sisters, it's Bria here, your host of the Period Whisperer podcast, your fellow perimenopause hormone struggler. (laughs) That's the funny thing about perimenopause. It's not a one and done situation. It's not even limited the way puberty seems to be to, you know, two or three brutal years. (laughs) It stretches and elongates and Although it can really seem out of control, when you follow the steps to take charge of your body, when you really like unleash this part of yourself and examine physically what you are holding on to, the habits you have that are no longer serving you, when you make these changes and you deal with the old emotional stuff that's driving you to feel so stuck that's keeping you in this place right we've got that emotional side and that very like physical active strategies what you're eating how you're moving how you're sleeping what you're loving what you're doing when you begin to take those steps it never gets as bad as it was and when you learn to really tune in and listen into your body then you can start to notice when you shift off the rails and pull yourself back on. So I actually think of midlife as a beautiful opportunity, as a pain in the you-know-what it can be, to make these changes because we're suddenly just no longer intolerant to the things we've been shoving under a rug for so long. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm happy to be here in this moment with you today. And and. I'm excited to share with you a topic today that I think is really important. We're going to talk about when people question your desire to change. But before I do that, if you aren't on my email list, if you haven't been seeing it announced in my Instagram and my stories, if you're if you're just a podcaster, I want to announce to you a new live power training that I am offering on July 28th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, that's noon Eastern Standard. I 
I'm going to ask you to Google it if you're somewhere else out of, out of North America. <laughs> um, but it is my four proven steps to calm your hormonal chaos and shift into fat burning in perimenopause. It's my opportunity to teach you the first steps in a more in-depth way to get you out of hormonal chaos and into fat burning mode and perimenopause. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you've been dabbling into the podcast, this is an amazing opportunity for you to dive in and really commit to something that you can implement. It's a $20 training. You get the full live hour plus Q&A with me. So you want to ideally show up live so you can get that live coaching from me. That's really where the magic gets to happen, right? I can quickly give to you the strategies, but it's the mindset stuff that pull you away from the strategies is where our opportunity is to thrive. And once you get over that stuff, you are off to the races. Plus, you will get the recording and two bonuses, the Stressed Woman's Guide to Results in Perimenopause and the Happy Hormone Grocery List and Meal Plan, which is exactly pretty much what I made and ate last week and when I got at the grocery store in a typical week. So if you haven't already registered for that and you're ready to take this relationship to the next step, but maybe not quite ready to dive into one-on-one coaching or doing a full hormone healing analysis, this is the next baby step for you. It's going to give you everything you need. So don't miss this. Register now. Swipe up. I'll put the link in the show notes here and, and we'll lean into this incredible live training together. Okay, so let's get back to the topic at hand. I had an amazing conversation with one of my one-on-one clients yesterday where we talked a lot about when you're trying to make changes. Um, so her situation was a lot, lot like mine in that one of my habits that was keeping me stuck was um, drinking too frequently in my life. And I am not here. I had definitely go through times of soberish in my life. I think it's an incredible thing if you want to be sober. I think it's okay if you want to, you know, toast and enjoy and celebrate alcohol, you know, as it is here and there in your life. But when you're in hormonal chaos specifically, alcohol, as you've listened to some of my past episodes, it's not even about the calories. It's really much more about why we're drinking. Um, So this choice to numb something, this choice to relax, this choice to look for pleasure. Um, So there's always something underneath that that we need to look at. I know for me, it was like I just didn't want, I wanted to quiet my brain and soothe those rough edges, but I needed those rough edges to really look at my life and figure out how I wanted to change. So for me, especially when I'm trying to calm the chaos in my body, that's a really important piece mentally for me to take it off the table for a little while and make sure I'm not ignoring real things that are going on inside of me. And on the science part of the actual body, alcohol does two pretty rough things to the body when we are in hormonal chaos, right? Again, when when we're in balanced hormones, it's it's really our body can handle a little bit here and there. Um, so, or I mean, obviously, it's going to be an individual for you. Maybe it doesn't handle it at all. But for most of us, our body can handle foods and drinks that aren't ideal when when we're in a balanced state and we're doing it, you know, periodically as it's meant to be done. But when we're in hormonal chaos, the moment we drink alcohol, whether it's one or five, it 
immediately spikes cortisol and adrenaline in the body because alcohol is a depressant. So the moment we put that in, it spikes those things. So now not only does our liver have to deal with the toxin of the alcohol and the sugar that's likely in the alcohol, but it also has to deal with the cortisol and adrenaline that's now pumping through to bring us back up into homeostasis. And the liver during this time is super busy. It's already overworked. So if you are like, definitely if you're someone who is waking up in the night, whether it's wide awake mind racing at two to 4 a.m. or whether it's in night sweats, alcohol is one of those things you're gonna wanna pull off the table solid for at least four weeks to give yourself that space. Now, when we we were talking, you know, we were talking about how uncomfortable it can be when you go to someone's house or you go out with friends and they're asking you why you aren't drinking. And I think our friends and our family are often well-meaning, you know, and it's not just alcohol, right? You can kind of sub in like treats, you can sub in a lot of different, you know, stress-inducing indulgences we'll call them here but when we go to the our friends and family's houses or we go out with friends and family maybe for dinner it can feel really uncomfortable when you say oh no I'm not drinking and then they ask you why (laughs) which is normal and which okay I'm just gonna back up here for a second it's fascinating to me that people don't often ask why you are drinking when we all know it's a toxic thing that's not good for us, but they do ask and notice when you're not drinking. What that tells us is that it's a it's a huge societal norm for us to indulge in alcohol. I think that if you were sitting around with friends and some were smoking joints and they offered you some and you said, no, I'm good, Nobody's going to ask you about that. Alcohol is such a socialized thing in our society, right? The same goes, I think, for um, like smoking cigarettes. I think if you have a friend who smokes and they offer you one and you're like, no, I'm good (laughs) or no, I don't smoke. No one asks you why, but people will ask you why you don't want to drink. And I think, you know, that's again, that that says a lot about our society and the normalization of this. And that can be uncomfortable for us because like the natural human need for us, like at our very basic core as humans, we need and want to feel a part of something included. We don't like feeling different and it leaves us with a really uncomfortable thing. So it's hard for us to say no when we, when saying no is really what's aligning with our integrity if you know that the right thing for your body, like the thing for your body is to cut out certain elements that aren't serving it, that are making your life harder, that are making things, making your healing process harder. If we know those things, if we know those things to be true inside of us, the reason it tugs at our heart, the reason why it's so hard for us to say no and stick by it instead of just being like, oh, whatever, I'm gonna have the drink is because of that basic core need of all humans to feel connected, to not feel alienated, to not feel like we're not apart. So 
it can be uncomfortable and it can be really hard, but it's such an important part. And we don't want to alienate ourselves completely from our friends and the places that, you know, bring us joy, right? We can get a lot of joy out of going out for dinner with friends or even going out dancing. But if you're, if you're pulling out these habits and then places you're going that are bringing joy to you are fostering these habits, how do we reconcile that, right? How do we go into seeing our friends, seeing our family and saying, no, and listen, I come, one side of my family are rooted in in alcohol consumption. You know, it's a, it's a feels like a cultural thing for that side of my family where we bond over it. It's a normal thing around four o'clock to have a drink. And then we kind of just sit around and drink and eat and drink some more and talk. It's like a very common thing. So when you say no, it come like it's you, you don't have to offer a, an explanation, but you, it's almost like, this is what we, what I feel inside. I need to have that explanation. So when I was talking about this with my client, I wanted to bring it to the table here because I know this is such a common issue for so many of us. We end up getting swayed and it's not because we don't have willpower. It's not because we don't really want to change. It's because of this deep need to feel a part of something. And we don't have to alienate ourselves from those people in order to not do that thing. So what do we do? And I wanted to share with you two very clear ideas that help me when I go, because sometimes I'll go two months without having a drink. Um, I'm even exploring taking a whole year off, so stay tuned. Uh, But I know that it significantly impacts my hormones, my health, my gut health, how I feel in my body, and of course, down the road weight, right? But more than anything for me, I recognize that if, if alcohol becomes something, you know, even more than once a week, it it starts to cloud my clarity, my judgment, my focus on my goals. And that's me. Everyone has their own their own process with it. Some people like that let loose at the end of the week, but we need to examine our relationship with things that we know are keeping us stuck where we're at. And the other really critical thing to learn about alcohol, if you haven't listened to my alcohol podcast episodes, is that it takes about five days. So this toxic load I was talking about, this load on your liver that's gonna keep you stuck, right? Because when the liver can't, and the liver's busy doing these things, it can't metabolize your excess estrogen or the excess hormones that are floating around in this imbalanced time. So it stores them, it stores them as fat and typically in the belly area, which is why we gain weight in the belly area because the liver's too busy doing other things. It can't handle both jobs, so it stores it to protect you. So when we drink, it takes about five days for that alcohol to get fully cleared out of our system, which means it's taking five days for our liver to get back to business. So even if you're just drinking on the weekends, right, or just indulging in a lot of sugar and junk on the weekends, it's really keeping you completely stuck. You might not gain, you might not be gaining and gaining and gaining, but you're not going to be able to lose. You're not going to be able to repair and have consistent energy. You're not going to be able to have clarity in your mind and, and be able to have the space to deal with the emotions that are inevitably coming up during this phase in our life. So that being said, What are the two key ideas? And the first idea that I think is really important is for us to take a little time alone, almost in preparation before you're going out to someone else's place. And I think this is an activity I like to do almost every single day. I like to take the time every single day to really think 
about how I want my body to feel, to really level up what my body deserves. The same way I think about how I treat my kids or how I treat my dog or how, you know, how I treat the people I love. What does this part of my being need, deserve? How should I treat it? And really step into the empowerment of that being. Because when we up-level our body, when we up-level what it deserves, we can get that beautiful motivation that comes along with thinking, oh no, I'm better than this. I can handle this. I can do this. I deserve better than this. So really taking some time each day to to think about it, maybe you write about it, maybe you speak about it, maybe even talk about it with a friend who has a similar, is going through a similar thing with you, but get that out, get that energy up, up level your mindset around how your body should feel. Saying no to something shouldn't be hard. You're better than that, you've got that. You know you're worth more than that. You know at your age that you can feel better than you ever have. And this is just a small thing in your way. And don't, we want to make sure other people know that you are confident in who you are and the decision you're making. And what that does for me is it locks me into this feeling of like, no, I'm not just doing this to lose weight. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because it's the right thing for my body, period, end of discussion. It's creating that boundary between your mind and society and your body with what is right for you. So that's my idea number one. And the second thing that always helps me when I am making changes in my life that are disruptors, I like to call them, they're disrupting you know, the world around me a little bit, whether it's disrupting your family dinners or whether it's disrupting you know, your typical schedule and all the things you do in your partnership, whether it's dis- you know, disrupting you know, your girls' nights out, whatever it is. The one of the most powerful tactics you can use is being vulnerable, really genuinely saying to your friend or your parent or their, your partner or whoever is kind of pushing up against that boundary to you in an honest and vulnerable way. Like I'm, I, I've been struggling with how I feel in my body and I know I need, I should feel better than this and I want to feel better than this. So I'm just taking a break right now because to see if it makes a difference. And I promise you, anyone who cares about you isn't going to push back on that. In fact, you're probably going to inspire them to start doing the same. And part of this time in midlife, part of the opportunity and the power that we have here is to reflect, is to look upon our life and decide what we want for it in the ne- over the next 40 years what we want for it, what we want for ourselves. And we need to reflect and really look in all the dusty corners and under all the beds that we've shoved things in all those jam-packed drawers. I'm a junk drawer girl. We need to do that kind of reflection in order to make these changes. So when you just do the reflection and you vulnerably share with the people who might be pushing up against that you're just trying something new to see if it helps, I think you're going to find that their response is a very positive one for you. 
there's something really powerful about that vulnerability, right? When you share with someone, you know, I just haven't been feeling really great. Like, no, you know, because I think some of their reaction when you say you're not drinking or you're not going to eat that is like, oh, just do it. Just have one. You deserve it. You look great. You know, you just love yourself where you're at. And look, I know it comes from a good place. But the reality is if someone comes to you and says, you know, I've been struggling with how I feel inside and I just need to make changes. I need to try a few things to feel better. I hope that you don't make them feel badly for that because we want to lift our sisters up. We want to lift our friends up. We want to share that love and accept people for who they are and still make them feel like they belong, like they're included, like they're seen and they're a part of this, even if your choices are different than their choices at the time. So be bold, be confident, be sure of the decision you're making, and then be vulnerable about it. Share it kindly and genuinely and without shame because you're making a decision for the only body you have and you're the only one going to sleep in that body at night. You're the only one waking up in that body at night. You're the only one putting on clothes and in, in the closet by yourself. You're the one who's living in this existence with these hormones and this situation. So whatever it is that you're trying to change, whatever is the habit that you need to change the most, that domino effect habit, that when you change it, it's likely going to tick, 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 tick all the way around. Stand strong in that and be vulnerable because you can feel amazing. And I want that for you. Okay, sisters, go out, be more in your life, not just less on a scale and register, swipe up and register for this training so I can share my four proven steps to calm your hormonal chaos and shift into fat burning and perimenopause. Let's take this next step in our relationship together. I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the period whisperer podcast i want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at and of course if you loved this episode if you learned something make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts